0: yo 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 what's up everybody so today is uh july 29th uh 2021 about four in the afternoon just getting off of work and uh this episode is not really an episode that i want to discuss or that i ever thought it was i mean you never know how these things shake out but if you're i'm a fan of heavy metal obviously we've talked about that in the past the shows i've gone to the you know, I can't wait to review a show again. Like, talk about the different bands I see, the songs played, things of the nature. I love heavy metal, I love you know, Mosh, and I love all that. You know, and then you know, just a couple of days ago, I think uh, two days ago now, uh, Joey in of Slipknot, you know, passed away. You know, rest in peace, and you know, honestly. You know, it, Slipknot. its just is more than just some of its parts. It's more than just Joey Jordans. It's more than just Corey Taylor's. More than just Clown. It's more than just Sid. It's more than just you know, you know Paul. It's more than just you know a couple of other people's. It's all of them combined, and all of them, you know, with the goal of making something like dope as fuck, something crazy as fuck, something never heard before, you know, wilding out, you know, I was not there in, in Iowa, I do not grow up in Iowa, I grew up in California, I was not there in Iowa to see them, you know, tinkering the very first riffs, you know, the very first inklings of, you know, slipknot, slipknot, or, or may feed kill repeat, you know, I wasn't there in the studio with them, when they were banging out Iowa, or volume Three or any of these other, um, any of these other you know albums that they made, you know, I wasn't there. I didn't, you know, I'm just a fan on the side. However, with with all due respect to me being a fan, and just a fan, I was there in the beginning, in the very beginning. I don't even want to tell you how far in the beginning I was with with them in the beginning. You know, I wasn't there to make feed kill repeat, obviously, you no. Know, but I remember buying. I think it was Scream or Scary Movie, the album. Because it was like, and I think it was Scream. I don't know which album it was that just had like every single heavy metal artist that was popping off in those days, like Korn and Adema, or maybe it was Quinn of the Damn. I'm not sure which album it was that Wait and Bleed came on. But that was even prior to Slipknot, Slipknot's debut album. I, I remember, shit, I'll go back even farther. Uh, listening to uh, Roadrunner Records on their samplers and hearing, you know, a CD sampler. I remember hearing Slipknot. Uh, and I go back all the way. I mean, a lot of motherfuckers will will front and tell you they've been with, they've been diehard Slipknot fans for so long, and you know, they bleed the knot and fucking you know. Inside the night and blah 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 and they, and they can tell you all the songs that I don't listen to off of you know All Hope Is Gone and you know in the Great Chapter and We Are Not Your Kind and, and they can tell you and they, and they can tell you that they've been jamming with them since day one and yeah and I kind of faded off I mean the band faded out as well for five or six years there in between All Hope Is Gone and the Great Chapter so I mean of course people naturally faded off. But that's neither here nor there. We're not discussing that. I'm not going to get into how far back I go. But they do go back a ways. I probably was in like the seventh grade, maybe the eighth grade. I mean, this is pre high school. This is fucking me discovering my own tastes in heavy metal. Still, I still was like, I would just hear the band was heavy metal and I would just throw it on and just take it listen to it to what I like. I was still discovering who I was as a heavy metal. Now in elitist, the heavy, a heavy metal, heavy metal persona. Um, you know, it was still kind of not new, but I was still discovering what I liked. You know, bands that were, you know, that were not Metallica, Pantera, Slayer, or or Marilyn Manson, or or Iron Maiden. You know, some newer bands, some like bands that were that were not, you know, Black Sabbath. You know, because metal went through that period where that those were the bands, and there was other bands in between, and then there then came up a whole new wave of metal bands, and there was grunge, there was a whole new wave of metal, dawning, and Slipknot was a big part of that. Obviously, Corn was before Slipknot, and so was Coal Chamber and in, in Fear Fact in the Fear Factories, and so on, and Sepultura, and so on, and so forth. Uh, but I caught Slipknot in the beginning uh like i said may feed kill repeat was out there but i think that was on the low on the low circuit uh but before slipknot slipknot dropped i was already a fan i was already hearing songs from them and i already knew that they were a band to be uh they were just wild and the matter of fact when i first i remember being like in the eighth grade listening to it on their album on repeat heading into the ninth grade i remember when tattoo the earth the tour dropped i remember when you know me and like two friends of mine from junior high were like hey let's go to tattoo the earth we're gonna be there like Sip dot's gonna play so is slayer like so is you know like a ton of other bands and i remember it being at the orange show in san Bernardino. and not a lot of people went there that show probably had like 2,000 or 3,000 people. Maybe 4,000. But it couldn't have been much more than that. It couldn't have been much more than a couple thousand people. And I remember being a part of that. I remember being a part of something. I remember seeing Not so up close and personal. That if you were to just tell people today that you were, you were within 50 feet of them. Playing all the songs off of Slipknot, Not, Like that set is monstrous and nobody would believe you that's the, that's what i'm talking nobody would nobody actually i don't think anybody believes that i went to that tour as a fucking as a, a 12 year old or 13 year old boy you know i was already deep into the heavy metal i had no business going to that show my mom and dad let me go with my friends i think they were like okay he graduated great he's, he's going to the ninth grade cut him some slack, he can go, it's just a concert, it's in San Bernardino, it's with some friends, he can go, they did, not, they did not know who Slipknot was, they didn't know who Slayer was, they didn't know who Hatebreed was, they didn't know who, who Mudvayne was, or who Seven Dust was, or who, um, any of those bands that played on that tour, they didn't know who none of them were, and, and I just gotta say, that, that tour probably shaped my entire that one show shaped my it didn't well that wasn't the show that shaped my whole future but it kind of cemented it it was kind of like that was the show where where I first heard of Hatebreed and I was like yo Hatebreed is a wild fucking band uh, I've been rocking with Hatebreed since since Tattoo the Earth a lot of motherfuckers can't say that shit either uh, that fucking 98 99 not a lot of people can say that. People didn't get into Haybri until well after 9/11 happened, and and perseverance was playing, and then it, it just kind of those two coupled together. Not a lot of people can say that. Not a you know, but I was with them even before that. And I'm not I you know, I'm not sure when tattooed the Earth was. I'd have to dig up the reason. I'm not going to, but I mean, I remember. I've I I don't re- you know living in that moment. You know, obviously, it was one of these things, like, I didn't know what I was experiencing at the time. I wish I could go back in time and experience it again. It's one of those things, like, I'll never forget. I still have the shirt somewhere. I would like to fucking find that shirt and, you know, the tattoo. And I held on to it throughout the years because that's one of the things I remember. That's a one-of-a-kind shirt. No matter how dirty or how faded it gets. I mean, I would like to pass it on to my kids or just, you know, I want to die with, with some of this shit like I've collected through the years that I've held on to for dear life. Like I want to, I want them to be buried with me because I, I want to, you know, just so when they f- dig my ass up a hundred years from now, they're going to say, damn, this motherfucker, you know, he was one of the first breed fans or one, fuck, oh, he, he was at this tour, he got buried with the shirt, look at, you know, there's some things like you take to the grave you know, and that's one of those memories i I'm gonna forever take to the grave. That I went to tattoo the earth and then I became a, a massive Slipknot fan. Like if slipknot was my band, you know, in high school. That was the one I championed around that I like that was fucking balls to the walls crazy. And you know, I'll never forget. I'll never forget, you know, being in high school. All the older metalheads dogging, completely dogging and fucking talking shit. And even some of the other, like, my side, my peers, talking shit about Slipknot. That they had fucking 20 members. That they're, they're stupid. They have three drummers. I remember that bitch of a fucker that would talk shit to me about them constantly. I remember him. Uh, but he's nothing but a bitch. Uh, and come to find out years later that he ends up touring and going on tour and being a roadie with the band after talking so much shit about how stupid they were for having three drummers. They weren't metal, they 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 weren't fucking god, they were they were stupid. I, I'll never forget some of those people that are dog slipknot uh when I was growing up. I, I'll never forget that. Like I'll never forget. People actually hated that man. Uh, they hated it. They had a de- I, I remember them saying they have a DJ. They're fucking stupid. It's not metal. They're, what they're playing is stupid. And I was like, you know, in my defense, I was like, you guys just don't know. Like, you, I I was full blown just listening to Sipnot like, on repeat. Could not get over fucking how insanely good Sipnot Sip not was. And, you know, and all that hype that I said Sipnot's the band to check out. Fucking they're playing Fucking they're playing, you know. Here and there, and I remember seeing them a couple times and being completely blown away, you know, in, in Los Angeles when they went on the Pledge of Allegiance tour. I just remember, and I remember being there. I remember people being like, damn, you were there. Like, you went to that show. Must have been crazy. Like, you nobody knew. not blew up overnight. They blew up to being big very fast. Their ascent to the top was uh, like no other. Corn, it took a while. Corn came out with corn corn. Nobody kind of paid attention to it. They came out with Life is Peachy. Uh, they got it what people thought was just a one-hit wonder with Adidas. They didn't really catch I mean, they were kind of already big during Life is Peachy, but they didn't really hit it massive until Follow the Leader. Once Follow the Leader hit, then it was then you know, but Slipknot went they probably went all the way to the top before Iowa came out. They were at the top of the metal scene uh, before Iowa came out, and I and I just never I never forget that. I went to go see them when they were itty bitty itty bitty, bitty little band, and that's one of the allures to being a fan of music, you know. Cause you like I can't imagine, you know, going to one of Lady Gaga's, you know, very first, you know, attempts at singing at a local bar or. Or at a fucking a little venue, you know, playing at you know some low key place in New York, you know something that fits four or five thousand people. I can't imagine because if you think about it, like Slipknot, you can't get anywhere close to them fuckers without paying top dollar. Or they only play big festivals. So if you're sitting front row, you got to be a paid motherfucker, or you got to know somebody that knows somebody. Or, or you got to win those tickets, like, you just can't see them anymore, and you, and I know that that band probably doesn't pride themselves on being so out of touch with their fans that they won't come up and take a picture if you see them on the street, or they won't sign an autograph, if you, you know, at a meet and greet, you know, I don't, I don't know, I don't hear very much negative about the band in that aspect, there are other bands that I do hear negative things about, um, but you know, like the odds of you now getting a picture with the whole bunch and, and just living in those moments, seeing them when they were young, and you know, and the band hadn't changed so much, and they did things a certain way, you know, it's one of those things, man. It's like it's unforge- it's unbelievable, and and to me, Slipknot, 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 I were too. You know, I don't know what my top ten albums were, or top ten bands are. You know, I know I did that episode a while ago, but it's just one of those things, man. Like they're up there for me. They're if if it you know they're uh, they're probably they're in the I probably sit not all together as one of my top they're definitely in the top 10 they might be in the top five i mean it's a hard it's hard sledding now because it's i got the acacia strain bleeding through metallica obviously sitting out there corns there So i mean i'm not sure who rounds out my top five and where they sit currently um but that's one of those things like sip is there and it's there for a lot of people and they're there for a lot of good reasons i mean they iowa was fucking insane that period of Iowa and Slipknot and them dominating. They just completely dominated the metal scene. The heavy metal and all, and all its... There was nothing... It was Slipknot and heavy metal and everyone else. You know, everybody was trying to play catch-up with what they had heard. Nobody had heard. Iowa and, and Slipknot, they were with some of the heaviest albums... That have ever been created, uh, and that's just how I see it, man. I mean, it's just there have been albums since where I'm like, whoa, this like Knock Loose's albums, uh, a different shade of blue is just wildly heavy and crazy. Uh, they didn't, they don't get the love that Slipknot gets, but I mean, Knock Loose, I mean. That album is just insanity. Uh, But the Iowa... Iowa, for me, Iowa came out in like the 10th grade and it just completely decimated heavy music. And and I was like so happy that Slipknot not not only turned heads because everybody was like, whoa, what the fuck is this? But then they completely silenced anybody who was talking shit and you had to pay attention to them at that point. And at that point, I was already so far into Slipknot that, I mean, I practically—I mean, I knew. Then people were asking me about them, like, what I think about this song, you know, you know. And there was not—there might be one or two songs that I don't really fuck with on Iowa, but for the most part, uh, Iowa—it was just insanity, man. And you know, and I could talk about Slipknot as a whole, but I, you know. To me, Joy Jordanson, uh, you know, I don't know what happened between him and in the rest of the members of Slipknot or the band, or, or you know, I know, I've dug dug into it a time or two, and I've dug into it recently and they said he he was missing band practice or. And he had health issues and i and I know there's a lot of rock there's a lot of egos and a lot of shit that goes on between bands, especially for the period of time that they were on top, you know, happened with corn, you know but I gotta say Joey Jordan to me was one of the bigger parts of the band uh i I went back and forth with this with my brother i I truly believe Corey Taylor is bringing the band down. And I thought probably, I mean, I don't know. This is just speculation. Because the band has so many elements now of Stone Sour and some soft shit. That I'm just like, this just is not, this is why I don't listen to the newer stuff. Uh, It's just, it's too much of what it is not supposed to be. Um... And I don't know, maybe it's... Possibly it's the difference of what they want to do with the band. Who knows? I Like I said, I don't know. But I, I kind of felt like... Slipknot Fractured when Joey went, went away. I mean, that kind of drove the nail in for me, personally. Like, I listened to We Are Not Your Kind. And I listened to it, like, twice. And I was it. It just does not have the same... Uh, mojo to it. It just does not have... That oof, that if factor that old Slipknot used to to bring. Um it's just one of those things, man. Like I don't know how to explain it to you guys. I I kind of feel like probably there's a lot of people in the band that don't say they're fed up with with, with how they sound, fed up with the over overly singing. And trying to get it on the radio, and that was never what Sipnut was trying to do in the in the beginning. And I don't want to say that Joey Jordan's and Corey Taylor, were beefing, but I mean I listen to the Great Chapter, and I kind of feel like some of those songs are directed at Joey. And I don't think he, I don't think you know, I understand, you know, the Devil and I, you know. I mean, I mean, come on. The blatant, to me, that's a blatant diss at Joey, and it didn't, that didn't need to be, man. Um, and I'm not gonna say that Joey isn't some wild motherfucker, asshole that just could not get along. He was intolerable with these other bandmates. I'm not gonna say that that's that wasn't him. I mean, I don't know. Like I said, I'm, I never was there at the studio. I don't know how they were growing up. I wasn't around in 24. I'm not part of the band i just see what i see on the outside they replaced him they shuffled him out the lineup and they just got rid of him uh that probably you know that you know that was his baby you know you know obviously you know you got to watch your babies grow up and move on maybe health reasons or whatever reasons you just leave the bad movies it's not The anxiety gets to you, you know, you never know how these things go, maybe the drugs, you know, I don't want to say he overdosed or anything, I don't know how he died, They haven't said yet, Uh, you'll probably find out after some time, after work gets out, um, you know, maybe he drank too much, or or this that, or the other thing, or maybe he had a heart attack induced from something, I don't know, you know, maybe just simply he just passed away, it was his time, you you don't know these things, Uh, I don't know these things. And like I say, I don't know what's going on with the band. I never never knew what happened. I did see everybody and literally if you if you're a fan of heavy metal, like literally every band was like at a loss words. And I'm still at a loss for words because that's what like I said, like I just told you guys. I, I mean I grew up with Sipna. That's one of the bands I grew up with. I like I grew up with corn. I would be fucking downhearted. I would be sad to see Jonathan Davis or or Monkey or or shit or Des, you know, from Cold Chamber, you know, I've been following Dez since fucking, you know, Cold Chamber, Cold Chamber, you know, Chamber Music and, and, and fucking, you know, Dark Days and all of that I've been following since The Jump, too, like, you know, I'm glad I got to see that, you know, and that's the thing, they broke up, Cold Chamber broke up, but I'm glad to see them reunited and play some of the songs. That when I was a young kid growing up listening to them, they didn't get a chance to because they broke up. You know, I didn't get a chance to go see them in concert, but then I, then I did, and I got to see Cold Chamber, which to me was a big band growing up too. You know, and it's and it's so crazy that they that you know Dez knows, you know, obviously he's in the heavy metal circuit, but they know each other. They're good friends. Uh, you know, just it's one of those things like. Like, Hatebreed, you know, seeing Jamie Jassy say, you know, you know, damn, like, Sipna took Hatebreed on tour. Hatebreed became one of these bands that I still fuck with 20-some-odd years later. Uh, and actually, I really loved Hatebreed's newest uh, album. I downloaded it because I was like, you know what, this is a lot better than, the, like, the last album they put out. I, and actually, I thought it was really good. Uh, I like that they got back to some of the basics of what they were trying to do short songs some breakdowns heavy beats and just not a lot of extra fluff bullshit into the music and it was a good blend of what they did and actually I told my brother if you get a chance listen to uh listen to the to the to the Hatebreed album I mean I can't think of the name of it it's a way to fall self like I was like you listen to it it's it's fucking good like I I couldn't believe what I was listening to that this was the newest hate period. like I just remember like thinking the last effort or two they put out and I get that that happens to bands you know maybe Slipknot's next album would just go boss the wall heavy again you know and I might be like whoa like they might woe me again they might be like holy shit I want to hear some songs off of this live like this this album fucking rocks fucking fucking stupid heavy maybe they fucking go back to the heavy cussing like that's one thing. You know, surfacing is a lot of people's favorite songs on Sip Not Sip Not. That's just because it's like, fuck you, fuck it all, fuck the world. You know, it's just so fucking raw and so angry. Like, you know, people gravitate towards it. You know, it's got it. It's got a killer sound. The construction of that song is killer, you know. And it just, like, to me, it's just like, oh, fuck, man. Like, I got, I, I'm not, not going to be, I'm not going to. Bullshit. I'm not sitting here crying about it, or, but it's like, damn, man. Like that's just another, you know. Sip not is fortunate enough to where they have nine members of the band. This isn't a four-piece outfit to where if one piece goes down, that is almost mm. like like Suicide Science is like a make-or-break type of deal. Mm. Like I don't think Suicide Science has ever recovered from Mitch Lucker dying. As a matter of fact, I don't. I don't even listen to anything that they put out because it's so far off. And, and I and Suicide Silence is like a five-member band or four-member band. I think they're five. And, and Sipnot has survived Paul. Sipnot will survive Joey. And for all intents and purposes, they could probably survive Corey. And the band still march on and still fucking kick fucking ass. Um, and like I said, I went to go see them live not that long ago. Obviously, without Joey, without Paul, We Are Not Your Kind came out. I didn't care for it, but they played enough old songs to keep me interested. I do know uh, Psychosocial and, you know, a couple of their, you know, The Devil and I. I do know their radio hits that they have or their, their big hits that they have on the album. I do know those songs. Don't listen to them often, but I do know them. And it was like, I was like, yo, they played like half old and the rest, like, they just sprinkled in new shit. Which I didn't really... Like, I, I mean, I get it. I don't have anything against it. It's not my cup of tea. But, you know, Joey, died, Joey dying, like I said, he probably was a big part of the big movement, you know. At that point in time, in my point in life, when I was probably a Slipknot junkie for, like, a solid several years there. Eight years, ten years, whatever it was. Before I gradually drifted into the hardcore music. And completely obliter- uh, obliterated and stopped listening to most heavy metal. And now that they're heavy metal is just a solid blend of hardcore, metalcore, deathcore, and beyond. Um, and I've been, I know I've been on Corey and the Slipknots ass for putting these fucking terrible tours together. I didn't, I did not like the tour lineup at Notfist a year or two ago. It was Behemoth, Volbeat. And, like, that was it. I, I felt Volbeat shouldn't have been there. Uh, Volbeat is overrated. I don't like it. Don't like that band at all. I mean, I don't hate them. I don't, I'm not going to fucking run up and punch them or fucking attack them personally. I mean, they, what they do, they do play what I guess. Uh, if you like that kind of like old 80s metal, but done new, like, I mean, maybe they're your band. Maybe you might like them yourself personally if you're out there listening to this, but I don't. It's not my cup of tea. I don't listen to anything of them. And if they're on a tour, I immediately think twice about purchasing a ticket because I don't want them on the tours that I go see. And I've been on the on this on their ass about getting some better fucking bands on Notfest. Make it worth it. Make me wanna to go to those two day fucking festivals. Uh to buy the camping ticket and what what have you not. Uh But the novas that's coming to LA, I think it's Killswitch Engage, Fever 33, not I think Code Orange. Orange, I mean I don't know. Was on that tour. I got it right here though. I think I think I got it. Where is it at? It's Slipknot, Bring Me the Horizon. Which, okay, Killswitch Engage, Fever 33, Code Orange. You know, vended in a couple. I mean the lineup is not. That is a better lineup than what have been what they've been pushing out lately. Bring me the horizon rocks. No the new shit isn't as great as it could be. Uh, but their old shit rocks. Killswitch engage kills every fucking where they go. And you know, you got cold orange on the bottom, rounded it out like in Fever 33. Like that that tour is one to go see. That is a good tour. They're not they but the not all of not is not that's not all of Not but that is a good. That is a good show that I want to get tickets to. It's in November this year. I want to get tickets to. I mean, for much more reasons than just, I want to see the band. Joey hasn't been in the band for a number of years now. And I felt when they kicked him out, I felt they kind of did him dirty. You know, I don't think it, you know, I don't know. I don't know. But I don't think it could have been that bad to warn him having to get kicked out the band. They didn't kick out nobody else from the fucking band. And I'm sure it, he wasn't the only one doing things to warrant getting kicked out. So, I mean, there's a lot of speculation, I guess, over the years. You'll, we'll find out. But, I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, like I said, you know, rest in peace to a real one. And, and I got to say, the drum, the drumming, I mean, there's... The drumming is just phenomenal. And then the fact that he drummed, he helped out. Corn for a while. He helped Metallica for a while. You know, I mean, I probably you know he's a good friend of Marilyn Manson. I mean, there's just you know, like I don't know if Corey Taylor's subbing in for James Hetfield. I don't know if he ever fucking sang a whole set for for Corn instead in, in of in instead of Jonathan Davis. I don't know if he ever you know, did anything like that, but uh, but Joey did. You know, and going back to to Tattoo the Earth, I mean, Mudvayne came up from there, too, Mudvane's Mudvayne's no longer a band. Fortunately, nobody has died from Mudvayne, but maybe it's possible they can get back together a couple years from now, ten years. Maybe this is the spark. Maybe they get back together, they start thinking about the things that they've done, and maybe we'll get a, a, a reunion of Mudvayne. These are things that now, you know, people are Cooler heads are now going to think back like, fuck, man. We shouldn't have kicked them out. Uh, but it's fucked up, man. I mean, like I said, I, I'm not sitting here crying. It's just like, like, you know. And I, and obviously, nobody's immortal. You know, the occasion strain is not immortal. Leading through is not immortal. You know, Haybreed's not immortal. Eventually, my heroes, the people I drew inspiration from over the years, like keep me going in the morning sometimes if I wake up and throw out some heavy music because I don't want to just deal with the bullshit, you know. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you know I throw them I th- like I I've I been listening to Sip Not in the morning, uh 6 a.m. I blasted fucking I've been almost finished with Sip Not Sip Not the last two days, blasting them to and from work like, you know. In I I mean, I'm going to run through Iowa, you know, probably not going to listen to volume three, but those two monstrous albums, you know, just one of those things like the drums are one of those things you hear. You can hear Joey's drums. You can tell when it's percussion, but you can hear his drums on literally every fucking song. Like it comes in. Uh, the riffs come in as well, and so do the vocals, but. The drums kicking as well. I mean, there's just some things that yeah, come in. Man. I mean, no man, I didn't even want to do this episode. I was thinking of not doing it, but I mean, I couldn't not do it because I didn't want to. I didn't want to have this episode up and it be sandwiched in between some bullshit, some other bullshit I was gonna ramble on about, fucking watching anime or, you know, it, you know, or or fucking a movie that I watched. I mean, I was gonna just gonna do. An episode based on Slipknot and and Joey Jordanson, you know, just by itself, man. I mean, and honestly, you know, if you look at the the, mask, he probably had one of the cooler masks, the cooler getup, you know, from the inception of the band and as it grew. Uh, And I'd still never forget, everybody was tripping out when he was on Tainted Love, the music video yeah there's some just some things you never forget about that man like I like I said I don't know the man in you know I never met him never shook his hand you know I don't know any of the man I am not, nothing more than just a fan but after li- I probably listened to a sip, not, sip not in Iowa collectively around a thousand times maybe more throughout the years at least I, I would say at least a thousand times. I know those front to back, every breakdown, every riff, every fucking chug of the fucking guitar and all the drum beats, like, fucking memorized it after so many years, and it just fucking, you know, it's just like, oh, damn, like, I, I just was like, fuck, when I first heard about it, I was like, man, damn, They're like, Slipknot, not replaced him, but did they replace him with somebody better? Absolutely not. They barely replace him with somebody who can barely keep up with what Joey was doing. There's a night and day difference. Uh, And they overcompensate, I think, the drumming on the albums with other bullshit. Uh, And actually, I think the band overcompensates for a lot of random things that the band is doing. They need to go back to square one. um, The band does. And I don't mean to dog the band like that at the end of the episode. Or the end of this, you know. I don't want a dog, I don't, I don't want to turn this into, I fucking hate Slipknot, what they're doing. That's not the case. I just don't enjoy what they're doing anymore. I don't feel like, I don't feel that Slipknot is making music that is better than any other metal band. That's what I'm saying. If I'm saying anything at all. And I, and I think Joey's absence has been a big part of that throughout the last couple of years. Um... I feel like it's been a big part of it. Um, There's just something missing. I mean, there's a couple, actually, there's a couple things missing, you know. You know, the numbers are, there's only seven OG members left now out of the nine. You know, how soon is it going to be six and five and four? You know, that's, you know, uh, you know, the band is, the older we get, the more longer time goes on, the band is, no longer what I remember what it used to be. You know, it's crazy that you know, some bands like like, you know, Metallica you know, and they, you know, and Pantera Pantera's a good example too, like Pantera could in theory get back together, but is it? would it be the same? Could they make the same music? I mean, a lot of people would be, and I kind of feel that too, like, I don't know. I don't know what would happen to Pantera did. Maybe they would make some good music. Um... But I don't know, is making, you know, I don't know. I don't know how they're going to, you know, they, obviously they make music, but I don't know if it's better than what it used to be. And I'm just kind of like, it just kind of bummed out because I thought, I kind of feel like they probably could have brought in Joey back and done another killer reunion tour or drop another killer album. Like they could have, I think you could squeeze not to pump it out again, one of the best metal albums maybe ever recorded. I think you could squeeze it out of them. But now with some, with, Joey gone. I mean, I I don't know. And there's no there's no. I'm not trying to dog the other the other drummer that got now. It's just I kind of feel like Joey was a big part of it. I mean he's gonna be missed. I now mean, I'm gonna miss him. I mean, I I miss like and that's probably what it is. I miss old Slipknot. I miss being part of the original metal Slipknot freaks that popped up. I miss that feeling. I miss being so right that I was wrong, but I was totally right. I was so right about that band in the beginning. I was so right to be like, wow, this band is going to be mega. I could not believe how many people. I could not believe that they were not at the top of the food chain when, when Sip, not, Sip Not was first released. That's how crazy that album was. And it's such legendary work. Um, there's a part in Only One, the song where it's like about a 10 or 15 second drum. So you knew the talent was there, man. That band was fucking talented. They had so much talent brimming through that band on all levels, vocally, musically, drums, percussions. They had the style. They had the swag. They had the cool gimmick, the cool get up, the jumpsuits. The mask. They were everything you wanted a fucking a heavy metal band to sound like. To be, they were the whole package. They you, they were the the Pantera with the fucking Marilyn Manson esque flavor to it. They were the Trent Reznors sound, the a uh, heavy nine inch nails. What everybody wanted. You know, they just they nobody had put all those pieces together and formed a band until Slipknot did. And Joey was a part of that. You know, He's going to be missed. Uh, like I said, I just... I had to come and spill my spill about it. And, you know, let you guys know that. You know, that's why it was been on my mind. Like, just I was like, fuck, man. Like, his dad kind of sucked, man. It just sent me back all the way to those days. when I still can't believe that when I saw them up close. And I saw, you know, what was to be... One of, one of the most monstrous bands on the planet earth still to this day they're still pretty monstrous i think there's other bands have caught up to them now that they have while they haven't taken the mantle i mean um they're pretty monstrous in their own sense you know bleeding through came up heybreed came up heybreed is monstrous in their own aspect as well You know, kill switch engage uh, Chelsea Grin, you know, you got Lorna Shore coming up. It'd be interesting to see Deathcore where it goes from here. Um, and there's other bands chomping at the bit. Like I said, Knock Loose, Knock Loose could be one of the biggest bands. They could surpass April, and I think they're going to. Uh, they're chugging along slowly, but they're. I think they're chugging it up the right way. And, and there's just there's just other bands out there. It's their time to shine. Uh, I think. The music is going to start shining for heavy again. Heavy music fans here shortly. Uh, as as COVID ends and tours get back into higher, there's probably bands out there that are forming up now that in a few years are going to be the craziest thing you've ever heard. Um, and Sip Nod should pass the torch. Uh, they're not going to no longer be the craziest band. They should at least prop up whoever's next in line and send them on their way. I think they should get Knock Loose. I, I I don't know why the word has not got out to these bigger metal bands that Knock Loose is coming or some of these other bands are just... are They're here. Like, they need to fucking get on it. Sip not needs to take one for the team. Fuck their profits. Fuck their bottom line dollar. Uh, bring up all these bands that just are fucking insane and put them out there and and fuck the Volbeats. Fuck, you know, Avengers 7, fuck all these other bands like, that are just there to get a paycheck. Fuck them all, like, you know. So that's it for this. I mean, rest in peace, Joey Jordanson of Slipknot, the OG drummer. Um, He's gonna be missed, man. I mean, like I said, I miss old slipknot. I, j- I truly do miss old slipknot. I still fuck with slipknot occasionally now. You know, I don't throw them on all the time, but I do once in a while fancy listening to some heavy shit and it coming out of the knot. You know, but that's it for this episode. I'm gonna get this episode posted up right away as is. You know, follow me, hit me up, take a listen or don't. Or I don't give a fuck. Uh, but that's it. That's it for this episode. I'm gonna leave it there. Rest in peace, man, uh, a legend gone too soon. Too soon. You know, for those of you out there, you know, you take care of yourselves. There's a lot of people, you know, battling depression or battling alcohol. Battling, you know, just terrible shit that this world throws at you. You know, you know. Life is short. There's no need to make it any shorter. and, And no need to live, you know, all by yourself. There's plenty of help out there. And, you know, if you need a hand or you need a buddy, you know, just reach out to anybody. You know, everybody's got everybody's got a friend. Nobody's truly, I don't think, alone in this world. Uh, But like I said, like, you know, that's it for this episode. I'm going to get this posted up and uh, catch you guys on the next one. Later.